0: Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL newsroom. Good morning, Natalie.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: Well, as promised, we got plenty of snow yesterday.
1: Yeah, many parts of southern Ontario are cleaning up from the major winter storm, while snow continues to be in the forecast for some parts of eastern Ontario. Multiple snowfall warnings remain in place, although none of those warnings are for the London area. Most regions expected to be digging out from under as much as 20 centimetres of snow by the time the storm ends this afternoon. While London got a fair amount of snow, we appear to have done better than other cities. Environment Canada said some areas west of Toronto, including Holton Peel and Hamilton could see up to or just over 25 centimetres of snow, while eastern regions towards Prince Edward County and Kingston could see accumulations around that amount. London got about 15 centimetres in comparison. Toronto's Pearson International Airport reported that 25% of its departures and 26% of its arrivals were cancelled yesterday, amounting to more than 400 departures and arrivals each. Now, this morning, the number of delayed or cancelled departures has dropped significantly, or although there are still dozens of affected arrivals. As a result, there are some cancellations at the London International Airport this morning uh, as well. So be sure to check their website before you head out the door if you have travel plans today. The OPP says dozens of collisions were reported across the region yesterday, with one even involving an OPP cruiser along the westbound 401 in Elgin County. Now, some roadways may still be in rough shape this morning as ploughs make their way through the region, so officials are urging drivers to slow down and uh plan extra time to reach their destination
0: From the cold to cold hard cash the budget will be on the agenda at City Hall today
1: Yeah it's- to be a long day at London City Hall as councillors meet to discuss the budget. The deliberations will give council an opportunity to debate proposed amendments to the city's four year budget plan for twenty twenty three. Some of the proposed amendments include investing more in cybersecurity and increasing the threshold before city sidewalks need to be cleared of snow. Paramedic services and the police budget, both of which are on the rise, will also be discussed. Now, as it stands, the draft budget proposes a two point nine percent property tax hike. That would mean an extra ninety two for a residential property with an average assessed value of $241,000. City politicians plan to finalize the budget February 14th. This year's budget is the final year of the previous year's four-year multi-year budget. The new multi-year budget will begin next
0: year. Executives from VIA will be on the hot seat today.
1: Yeah, Via Rail executives are set to address a federal committee today about the delays that plagued travellers over the holidays. Earlier this month, the Crown Corporation apologised for the widespread delays passengers saw between December 23rd and the 26th as a winter storm swept across Ontario and Quebec. The railway has said the derailment of a CN rail freight train caused further delays to trains on its east-west corridor between Quebec City and Windsor. Some passengers found themselves stranded on trains for up to 20 hours. Via Rail apologized for not being more forthcoming with its customers about the situation and providing timely updates on delays. Its executives are appearing at the committee as opposition members of parliament argue it's time to extend the country's air passenger protection regulations to cover travel by train.
0: There has been another case of violence on public transit in Toronto.
1: Yeah, it's a really concerning trend. Toronto police say a teenage boy is in hospital after being stabbed on a public transit bus in the city's West End. It's the fourth incident of violence on public transit in the last five days. Police say the stabbing took place on a bus at a subway station at around 4 o'clock. Upon arrival, officers found a young person with stab wounds to his torso and legs. First responders say the 16-year-old victim was taken to a trauma center with life or non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the suspect involved in the incident ran away and was last seen heading eastbound on Bloor Street. The suspect is described as a man in his 20s of unknown race with a medium build, wearing a blue mask and a blue jacket with the hood up.
0: And we're learning more about how Jeremy Renner was injured a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, Jeremy Renner has become a real life superhero as details about his snowplow accident have emerged. A new report obtained by CNN from the Sheriff's Office in Nevada confirmed Renner was saving his adult nephew from being run over when he himself was crushed by the vehicle. The accident on January 1st left Renner with more than 30 broken bones. Renner was using a piston bully snowcat to tow his nephew's truck out of the snow when it started to slide downhill. The report said he jumped out, quote, without setting the emergency brake and then tried to stop the snowcat from hitting his nephew. Renner returned home on January 16th. Here's hoping he has a
0: full recovery. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1784, in a letter to his daughter, Benjamin Franklin expressed unhappiness over the choice of the eagle as the symbol of America and expressed his own preference. The turkey. In 1841, Britain formally occupied Hong Kong, which the Chinese had ceded to the British. The territory was returned to Chinese rule in 1997. In 1905, the world's largest uncut diamond was found in South Africa. The 3100 carat diamond weighed 680 grams. That's 24 ounces. In 1917, what was then the biggest electric steel plant in the world opened in Toronto. In 1924, the Canadian Red Ensign was given official recognition. It remained Canada's official flag until the Maple Leaf was adopted in 1965. In 1943, the second World War Allies meeting in Casablanca, Morocco, agreed to settle for nothing less than the unconditional surrender of the Axis powers. In 1961, Wayne Gretzky was born. He held or shared 61 NHL records in his career. In 1980, Prime Minister Joe Clark said Canada would boycott the Summer Olympics in Moscow if Soviet troops were not out of Afghanistan by February the 20th. Canada skipped the games. In 1993, former Governor-General Jean Sauvet died in Montreal in a hospital at the age of 70. Not only was she Canada's first female Governor-General, she was also the first female Speaker of the Commons and the first French-language woman to serve in a federal cabinet. In 1999, warning that the devil is alive, the Vatican issued its first updated ritual for exorcism since 1614. In 2001, the Supreme Court of Canada upheld the law criminalizing the possession of child pornography. It's a a little concerning that needed to be done. In 2009, Nadia Suleiman gave birth to eight babies, the world's second live-born set of octoplets. The unemployed single mother was dubbed the Octomom. In 2010, Toyota recalled and suspended the sale of eight of its most popular vehicles in the United States and Canada to fix a faulty gas pedal. In 2020, the U.S. consulate in Wuhan, China, was evacuated as the virus outbreak continued to spread throughout the country. France said it had also considered closing down its consulate and that it was working on arranging a bus service to help French citizens leave Wuhan. And on this day in 2022, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said Canada would extend its military Trading operation in ukraine for another three years there are no listener birthdays uh, today celebrity birthdays include sportscaster bob uecker who turns 89 ellen degeneres is 65 wayne gretzky is 62 former raptor vince carter is 46 and actress sarah rue is 44